Hey, man. All right. Get into it then. <laughs> what the heck, bro? Just tell me what it is. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh, the Montauk yeah, project? What's up with you? Oh, my gosh. Are you serious <laughs> right now? The what? The Montauk project. Montauk? Montauk. No. Montauk. Have you ever heard of Montauk? Montauk? Is it Monday TikTok? <laughs> All right, this guys, another day. episode of Montauk. Here we are. It was a long weekend yeah. and uh, getting yeah. back into it. Let Don't you chug your coffee? Grind. Realize that your life is probably never going to get better and just really ride this one out, guys. Happy Monday. See you next week for another Montauk. It's just like an encouraging, like, welcome. That to didn't work sound week. encouraging, did it? Did that sound encouraging? <laughs> that wasn't the vibe I was trying to give off. You know? Try again. Give me the vibe. It was that another, felt kind of encouraging. It was another real one. It was another like, all right, guys. Hey, welcome back to another Montauk. The weekend's over. You've made it. Well, now it's back. Back now, to the thing that crushes us and destroys every part of our being until one day you wake up when you're 40 and you realize your life was a waste. Mm-hmm. Anyway, see you another week for Montauk. Another Montauk. So. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that and was it always a lot. has like a 15 that second was- silence at the end <laughs> where you see this face go. <sighs> and you're just like, can you end this? Like <laughs> Yeah, Montauk. Tie it up and get rid of it. I mean, I don't know. It's they're scientists. Scientists are scary. He refuses to make eye contact with me the whole time. He knows I've been trying to do a bit. And so he refuses to look up. <laughs> 31 shots, man. 30, yeah, I was just <laughs> saying, 31 flavors of boom. <laughs> 31 flavors of freedom. <laughs> Things I learned last night. Yeah, close. Not really. Cool. Uh, no, Montauk. Do you know what? Montauk, New York is a place in New York. It's okay. <laughs> Northeastern. Why are you holding a Kit Kat like a cigar right now? <laughs> you're holding a Kit Kat between your fingers and you're talking like it's a cigar, but it's a Kit Kat. It is. It is. Give me a break, and a man. mini one, <laughs> a mini Kit Kat in your hands that you couldn't have just eaten in two bites before we started. You have to take small bites so that you're still eating it while we're recording. Why are you doing this? Just <laughs> all right, guys. Welcome back to another mod talk. Yep, and uh, <laughs> okay. So, so in Northeastern <laughs> Long Island, okay, there's this town called Montauk. There's like All a right, sleepy, fi- sleepy fishing village. Okay, and it is like the edge of. <laughs> what year are we in? You see it. You know you're doing it. It's the. I mean, every year, every it hasn't moved. Every year, it's the edge of Long Island, like the eastern edge of Long Island. It is the seaboard. If you were to discover a new world, this is a pretty good chance that you'd land here. It's not oh, where okay. they did. They landed in sure somewhere else. But you know, uh, and so it's 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 the end of Long Island. In 
the 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 30s, a military base was founded here okay. called Camp Hero. Uh, and the idea for this was what you might expect, a first line of defense for New York City. Okay. Because Manhattan is about three hours down Long Island. At the time, probably less. Now it's three hours because it's traffic. Sure. But at the time, it was probably less of a drive. But at the, cars were slower. So maybe about three hours still. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a three hour, three hour drive up, up Long Island. And the idea was this is like, like a, a spotter's ring. And so the way they designed this, sure. <laughs> they, the way they designed this, uh, uh, <laughs> The way they designed this base was pretty clever. They made it. They made all the buildings in it look like a fishing village, and so all the buildings. Oh, uh, but it's a base. Yeah, the gymnasium was like a church, looked like a church, and then they had all these things that looked like wharves. But the roofs would open up, and they could stick guns out the roofs to shoot. Oh, geez, uh, planes that were flying. Do you know that's what Precious Moe's Chapel is too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Precious Moments War. <laughs> Hi, yeah. welcome to Precious Moments. Uh, would you like the tour? Yeah, I was just wondering if we can go in the chapel today. The chapel's closed. Okay. Um, um, is there a reason? Spiritual warfare. <laughs> okay. The Argon cannons out the roof. <laughs> you just hear. <laughs> they're making the sounds with their mouth. <laughs> their mouth? No, <laughs> I was saying the guts, but you're saying that they're making the sounds It's imaginary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's imaginary. You're saying they it's built the buildings that the, the buildings legitimately opened up, yeah. but then they have to imaginary gun. Well, they're spiritual guns, so they're making the sound with their mouth. The gun so sound with their mouth. You're saying spiritual warfare is imaginary. Is that what I'm hearing? Bible degree. Yeah. Uh, so Is that, wow. Are we hearing you deconstruct on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this this town was really designed for defense, um, and sure. inside it was the full the full military base. But the 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 reason it's uh, famous is some questionable things. Uh, so okay, what are they hiding a sea monster out there? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that cannot be one of the theories. So wait a second. So here's is what we this need to do. a okay, go ahead. What? No, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so here's what we need to do. Uh first, uh, let me tell you the story of the idea of what's happening here, right? Okay. And then and then we'll look at how we know this stuff and then we'll look at some of the <laughs> Yeah, things. it's an alien thing. Um, okay, good to know. <laughs> it's not another thing. Sure. I mean, there's well, there's yeah, I guess an alien. Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> So the Montauk project uh, is a. Uh, How do you spell Montauk? Uh, M O N T A U K. Okay. Montauk is a real town. It's now like a billionaire's town. Like sure, that's sure, like sure, where sure. you vacation. It's like the Hamptons for the Hampton people. Like like it's like if you're if you're too good for the Hamptons, you go Montauk. Which I am. I will go straight to Montauk. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, it's kind of the last place on Long Island that has open space. Like it's not sure like urbanized like the rest of Long Island at this point. Um, but anyways, that's besides the point. So the Montauk Project uh, is this theory that in the late seventies, early eighties, um, <laughs> no way to do this lightly. So we're just going to dive headfirst into what's going on here. Okay. Was abducting children and turning them into psychological warfare machines uh, in this military. Base. That's a theory that was <clears throat> happening. Uh, 
theory. There's a theory that the military was abducting kids and turning them into like psychological warfare machines. Okay. Um, So the, the claim here's the claim uh, that these kids were being kidnapped and that at camp hero, there was an underground base that you obviously (laughs) couldn't see above ground. Uh, (laughs) uh, And in that base, there was these, these scientific experiments that were being conducted on children and the children were being trained to do the stuff that they had tried to have adults do during MK ultra 20 oh, years earlier. Interesting. Is the theory that like kids <clears throat> didn't have as many, you know, in uh, inhibitors to maybe. Yeah. So it would have been easier for them to train these kids. Sure. But also they had a hard, longer time horizon to train the kids. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could get really good at it in theory, I guess. Um, and so they were doing the same sort of stuff, like teaching them t- telepathy, telekinesis, sure. uh, remote viewing, this like is also all that what stuff. Precious moments was too. <laughs> <laughs> Those little kid statues. That's all it is. <laughs> so, uh, and so they they started training them, and as the story goes, there was dozens of these kids in there sure. that were um, involved in this program, and one of them was. Very good. (laughs) One of them was very good at it. Um, And is this basically what Stranger Things would be based off of? Is that kind of like the idea? uh, uh, Yes. Uh, One of them was very good at it. Uh, And as the theory goes, as the theory goes, um, they have him. Literally, is what Stranger Things is based. Yeah, I'll I'll say this: Uh, the original title for Stranger Things was Montauk. Um, Really, it was supposed to be take place at Montauk, but there was some sort of legal dispute. So they moved it to Hawkins, Indiana, but the original story. This is what the story is based off of. Oh, um, that's interesting. So it's okay. a maybe true story. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode. If you liked it, it would really help us out. If you leave a review or a comment on YouTube, uh, if that's what you're watching on. Uh, and if you want to check out another episode, I recommend Julianne Kopke. Uh, that was an episode all about a woman who survived a 10,000 foot fall from a plane uh, without a parachute uh, landed in the Amazon. Absolutely bonkers story uh, and it was pretty fun. We had a lot of fun Jared and I in that episode, uh, so you should check it out. It's one of my favorites right now, uh, but thanks so much for being here. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, summer's here, and what that means is it's starting to get warmer at night. And if you're anything like me, that means you're waking up all night long covered in a whole lot of sweat. We're all friends here. We can be honest with each other. And if that's you, I recommend you check out Miracle Made. Miracle Made is crazy because their sheets are inspired by NASA. They have this silver-infused fabric, and it regulates temperature, which means if it's too hot at night, it helps keep you cool. And if it's too cold at night, it helps keep you warm. And it does this all night long. It's really, really cool. And the wild thing is they are luxuriously comfortable and they don't have the high price tag of a lot of other luxury brands out there. So you can feel a lot nicer in these than you would with sheets that you'd find at a lot of five-star hotels. It's crazy. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a friend or a loved one, if you order right now, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L, in at checkout, you'll get three free towels and you'll save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, which means if you're not 100% satisfied, 
you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. But this kid who was really good at it, they call these kids the Montauk boys. What are you doing? You eating? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I thought you were going to take a single M&M out, not the whole pack. I thought you were just going to hold a single M&M and nibble that single M&M. <laughs> if you listen to Jared's doing the, the Kit Kat cigarette bit <laughs> with a single so, M&M. <laughs> so you're saying, Nah. Give me one of those. Hey, you got you, Hey, you got another one. Can I get a try? Your yeah, hold on. <laughs> How do you know what that is? <laughs> How do you know to do that? You're trying to bum an Eminem off me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so you're saying that Hawkins, Indiana is based off of Montauk. It's based off of Montauk. So these kids, uh, what was happening uh, was there was one kid who was. <laughs> One kid was particularly good at the mind stuff. <laughs> Thank you for continuing. <laughs> and so he, so the, the the scientists were like, "Hey, what if you?" Uh, I don't know. If they probably didn't talk like this, but they're like, "What if you opened up a portal or something?" <laughs> what if you uh, opened up a portal? <laughs> yeah. And so they were practicing some mind stuff with this guy who was very good at it, but mm-hmm. the kid was very good at it. And as the story goes, he opened up a portal to 1946. <laughs> 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 this is a time travel thing. And, and what he did, there was uh, there's this event. I guess we do need to go a, a, a yeah. layer deeper. Part two. Uh, so, <laughs> Hold on. oh gosh, uh, he refuses to make eye contact with me the whole time. He knows I've been trying to do a bit, <laughs> and so he refuses to look up. <laughs> We need to go a step deeper for a split second. Look at that gross one. That's yours. Sweet, thanks, bro. <laughs> um, have you heard of the USS Eldridge? What? The USS Eldridge? No. The USS Eldridge was a ship in uh, that was launched in July of 1943, uh, and it was laid okay. down in February 1946. Oh no, of August 1943. No. Of June 1946. Thank you. June of 1946. I need to acknowledge that the terms that they use for ships are stupid. This thing was laid down February 1943, launched July 1943, commissioned August 1943, decommissioned June 1943, stricken March 1951. I don't know, man. What does any of these half of these sound like it sunk? Um, And so in October 1943, the ship, the Eldridge, was allegedly a part of what was called the Philadelphia Experiment, um, which okay. was supposedly a test in uh, of a rudimentary cloaking device uh, that, for a moment, oh, what? <laughs> for a moment, the ship disappeared and was gone for any observers. Where it appeared was near Montauk, and okay. so as the legend goes what happened was that portal was opened 
and they took the from ship Philadelphia. From Philadelphia, they took this kid took the ship to Montauk. the late seventies in Montauk, and then the government was like, "Oh, you need to put that back." And he was like, "Fine." And so he put it back in nineteen forty three. That's what actually happened. It wasn't that the cloaking device worked. It was that this kid in the seventies they were doing an experiment yeah. on the cloaking device at the exact same time that seventies kid just happened to open a portal and move this ship into the future and up the ocean. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, So the the stuff's going on, right? And uh, uh, they started working on materializing objects for the kids. Okay. The kids are uh, making pens up here and stuff like that. Useless things. Stupid stuff. Stupid useless stuff. Oh, you except can make a for, pen up here. I brought a boat except for the kid who was really good at it. Yeah, um, he allegedly uh, made some kind of beast appear and it like started killing everybody. Um, and okay, so this monster killed a bunch of the scientists killed the majority of the kids, but a handful of the kids were able to escape and the monster also escaped into Montauk. Over the course of the 80s, there was this like legend of like a monster in Montauk that people were seeing, like a Bigfoot type of scenario. So uh, this is what the idea is, that Project Montauk was a uh, basically a smaller MK Ultra, but with kids that they kidnapped. When did you search this topic? What do you mean? When did you find out about Montauk? Um, like last night. Is it because yesterday we talked about mom talk? No. And then I, you looked up mom talk <laughs> and it went, do you mean mom talk? That's legitimately <laughs> how you got there. It's that. Is that how that, you got this there? Was actually, this is actually a patron recommendation. Hold on. Let me pull it up so I get this right. Yeah. He's really trying to dig himself out of the hole here. <laughs> <laughs> we no. talked, we talked about the influencer mom drama <laughs> on TikTok. It's mom talk. And, uh, and I wanted to be that you Googled mom talk. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. In the eighties, or in the in the sixties, this mm-hmm. camp was supposed to be shut down. Sure. Um, and so the fact that it was running in the eighties was mm, already sketch. It's already sketch because it was allegedly not in operation anymore. Uh, but then in the eighties, it was sold to the Parks Commission, and over the course of like twenty years, they turned it into a state park. And so in 2002, the state park opened up and what's interesting about the state park and I guess we can jump right into the monsters, how we know about this stuff. Um, Okay. So first there's, there's the obvious evidence that we have so that we have a handful of evidences. Yeah, like a portal. Um, (laughs) There is a giant boat that on it says USS Eldridge didn't and they wrote on it. It says 1943 visible. It went teleport. This didn't go invisible. <laughs> it went teleport. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got limited characters when you're spray painting a, a public vessel. Yeah. Yeah. We got 144 characters for this. Uh, so, uh, what the, kind of evidence are we talk about? So here, w- 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 the the park has obviously still has all those buildings in it. They're boarded up, um, and you're like not. They have signs that say don't go in there because like stuff could fall on your head and stuff. Monsters. <laughs> uh, but the interesting thing is publicly speaking like in all the records that are public. There's no basement anywhere. There's no underground facility or anything like that on sure. the property, but throughout the property there are all these manhole covers like 
in the woods. It's not like you're in a street where you see like sewer access manhole covers. They're just like in the woods, like manhole covers. And also these concrete sealed just patches, like three by three foot, like just sections that have just like solid concrete for no reason, just in the middle of the woods. And so some people have had questions like, well, what was the point of this? Why was this here? Sure. You just dump some concrete in these spots. And so it leads people to think there was probably some something underground Tunnels. that was buried here, right? Also, um, in 2008, something strange happened. Uh, one day, uh, this just washed up on the beach. <clears throat> um, what? And this is a real cell phone picture that was, this is verified. This was taken by the first person who found it. Um, but this was um, Nat Geo has done an article on this. Like all the, the like reputable news sources have used this picture and the local government has come out to say, yeah, this was a photo of what was actually found on the beach. Um, what to, is this? To describe it to you. It looks like a naked cow. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's with hairless. Um, and it looks like it's got a beak, whatever yeah. it is. It's um, the description online says it's a little bit larger than a dog. Um, and it, yeah, it definitely has like a beak looking thing. It's hairless with like some small patches of hair here and there. It looks like the it's most pure part, muscle hairless. though. Yeah, it's very yoked. Um, and then what's strange about it is it's got like its hands, like it's got these weird like finger like phalange looking things. Um, very blubbery almost hands. Okay. Hey, thank you again for listening to this episode. Making sure that you don't miss one in the future. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. You'll get an alert when we drop a new episode. And if you want more, if you want something a week early, you want to be part of our Discord, more access to us as creators, uh, you can support this show on Patreon. It helps us go a long way. Nothing that we're doing is possible without our Patreon supporters. If you want more information about that, please text Tillin to 66866. Thank you so much for being here. But here's another thing that's very strange is if you look up up its wrist, it's almost tied. It's tied up by something. There's a piece of fabric that its arms are is tied up. Is that fabric or is it just seaweed? Uh, it's not seaweed. According to the eyewitness reports that have been verified by news and stuff um, is it was tied up by some like some kind of fabric. Um, so what are you looking at me like that for? Because you're making this up. I'm not making this up. This is 100% true. This, this is the most true part of this story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so the uh, the public explanation for this is uh, take a guess. Take a guess what the government said this was. I, I would wanna, guess it's an see. animal that's been underwater for a while, so it's bloated and made weird. You know. Yeah. Well, take a guess. What well, if you had to guess what animal this was, was? What would you? If I had to guess. Yeah. Take a guess. A. If you were, if you were, if you say word for the government and had to cover I can't something see up. What, what's the top part look like? Are there other pictures of this? Um. Uh, let me see. Like what do its back legs look like? Let me see if we got okay. Hey, here's here's a good one. Um, this is not a super high res photo, I don't think. So it might be a little pixely, but we'll see. It's a little small. It's a picture of a dead guy. <laughs> no, it's just oh my gosh. Thing. So yeah, it's got like a tail. And I mean, the it definitely thing. has a beak. Yeah, that's that's a pretty beaky face. Okay, 
people said it. The <clears throat> the government said it was a pig. Mm. That's a good guess. I said it was a raccoon. They said this was no. a <laughs> deeply decomposed raccoon, which uh, uh, most people disagree with. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> about it's it, bigger than a dog. Yeah, it's a little larger than a dog. They said. Yeah, so it's a very large, very uh, decomposed raccoon. Is what they said. Okay. Um, I find that they're very lying. Hard, I find that very hard to believe. Um, so there's that, right? Yeah, the face alone <laughs> on this thing is terrifying. Yeah, okay. it's got like a beak. It genuinely has a beak. It's weird. Um, anyways, so the, here's your raccoon uh, that washed up on the beach. And then, and then the majority of this story though hinges on um, a book that came out in uh, the in '94 uh, called "The Montauk Project: uh, Experiments oh. in Time." Okay, uh, that was written by a Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon, uh, who. Uh, I just read something I hadn't read before. <laughs> okay, care to share with the class or? Uh, yeah, the book. So uh, we'll get to. So the book is uh, the first in a series of like five books that they wrote, um, detailing their story of their experiences in the Montauk Project. Okay. So they were apparently the Montauk boys, like a couple of the Montauk boys, who were they were the orphans. They yeah they were experimented on and they came out and they're like here's our story here's our memoir, um, our memoir our memoir. Uh, uh, and so they, they wrote the story. They talked about it, and this is how we know all the stuff that happened in the base, right? Okay. There's no declassified documents or anything like that. It's just these guys' books or these two guys' book. Sure. What's interesting is when this book came out, um, a handful of local men at this point were like, "Oh my gosh! Like, I think I was one of them too, and I have like rep- repressed memories." And they're like, "Now that I'm reading this, like, I remember being there." Um, I should read it. <laughs> what do you what do you think you're one of the Montauk boys? <laughs> I don't know. And so what if Tim? <laughs> I don't remember being being born. Yeah, they could have time traveled you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they could have time traveled you back. Um, and so this book though, uh, none of us remember being born. This book tells the story repressed memories. <laughs> the book tells the story of the Montauk project, like everything that happened in it. Sure. Um, but also uh, details a bunch of other things like their exploits as time travelers. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this said that using the time travel thing, it talked about how uh, they altered history with visits to Jesus Christ and it, they changed the outcome of the American Civil War and World War II. Um, oh, okay. So mm, in that book, they did. In that book, they said that. Here's, here's the thing about this book. Uh, it's they made open, up. They opened the book by saying um, uh, these books are. Or I don't remember the exact quote, um, but they basically they said uh, this book is uh, the story is a nonfiction story to us, uh, but it may be a fiction story to you, uh, which is like <laughs> okay, you're sure. lying about all this. Sure, um, but here's the thing: there are things that happen in this story. Uh, I think what's going on is these guys they took a urban legend that was happening in Montauk and capitalize on it and yeah, they capitalized on it and they expanded on the story to create this giant mythology, but there are a few strange things that are happening at Montauk because there's this weird beast thing. There also is a giant um, like they have a big uh, early warning system battery there and so there's a, a radio tower that after the radio tower was built a bunch of the locals talked about how they thought that they were having they were getting headaches and having bad dreams. 
5G. <laughs> kind of. Uh, and so there's a bunch of stories around like weird things happening around this, this, this base. Um, but there's a handful of pretty logical explanations for them. For example, um, near this base is Plum Island. And Plum Island has an animal disease research facility on it. Oh, got it. Okay. Which could theoretically <laughs> explain this weird monster and why they were like, oh, it's a raccoon. <laughs> we swear that's a raccoon. It has a weird disease. Uh, yeah. It's a weird disease or deformity that they might have just made it have because it's tied and up too. Threw it in the ocean. <laughs> threw it in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. They were like, this thing's weird. <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> Tie it up and get rid of it. I mean, I don't know. It's through scientists. Scientists are scary. Um, there's also a very large population of uh, ticks that are infested with Lyme disease in Montauk. Oh, okay, yeah. Which does attack the brain. Uh, so if people were getting ticked, then <laughs> they, <laughs> that could explain. <laughs> you know, they just all had Lyme disease and maybe didn't know it. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're like, they're like, I'm having headaches because they built that tower, but really you just got ticked. Yeah. Um, the Eldridge thing is stupid. Um, <laughs> it's just dumb. Is uh, it in their book? It's in their book. They talk about the connection to the Eldridge thing. Okay. The, the thing with the Eldridge thing is that has been uh, debunked. That was debunked a long time ago because the guy who made it up came forward and was like, I made it up. Uh, about the yeah, uh, his name was Carl Sagan. Uh, not Carl Sagan. Uh, Carl. <laughs> 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 it's Carl Allen. Um, <laughs> can you imagine if Carl Sagan was just a uh, he just made hoaxes like he was a legitimate scientist, but he just loved hoaxing too. Like, hoaxing. <laughs> oh, I'm just hoaxing you. <laughs> um, all that to say uh, and MK Ultra was a thing that genuinely happened. And so there's a lot of things that were like kernels of truth of what was happening. Sure, here. but maybe it's embellished for yeah, the embellished. And also, I really genuinely think uh, to explain some of these buried tunnels. Apparently, um, I genuinely think that this was a missile battery because I found this on maps. Um, these are two just like concrete circles that are like filled in with dirt. And oh, in the this is in the state park or whatever. This is now? in the state park. Um, oh. And they talked about how there's all these concrete, just big concrete slabs that are filled in and like manholes everywhere, which if these are missile batteries, then there has to be exhaust ports for those missiles. And we know that the purpose of this base with was where they put do, the early yeah. warning was to spot missiles from Russia, intercontinental ballistic missiles. So if they wanted to also respond, can you imagine had it here? if like you live, like if your neighborhood is actually like a secret thing, you know, and you're just over there hanging out one day and then you hear the tornado sirens going and you're like, what's going on? And just Baskin Robbins next to Reese's. Thirty one shots, man. Thirty one flavors of boom. Thirty one flavors of freedom. But all that to say though, this is the story that Stranger Things is based off of, Interesting. Um, and so they took the story and they they ran with this. And so uh, that's the the demigorgon is that little thing that washed up on the that's beach. What I was, yeah, it looks like a yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so uh, it, this was a, re- a patron recommendation. I can't find the patron who recommended it. Um, maybe I did just find it from Mom Talk. I don't know. Uh, okay, <laughs> but uh, the Mom Talk project. Uh, it, 
you know, it's not, it's not well documented. It's pretty clear that these guys were just uh, writing a story to write a story and make a lot of money off of I it. I think that there, we should do that more, by the way, we should just, just make stuff up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, I, I wish this was There's real. real money in it. I wish this was real. Cause There's the real guy, money in fiction. There was, <laughs> there were the guy who did it. He's got a video from the nineties of him touring the facility. Cause he like broke into the buildings. Um, broke into the buildings uh, and in that in that tour he's in in a warehouse. Yeah, I mean like, he didn't break here's, in his here's... brain opened the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like here's where they tested on the the kids and then he says in the video he said here's the aliens office because uh, according to the story there was like reptilians from Mars who who had were, offices who had offices there. They were a part See, of the, the project. Like, when you create were, a story that you want people to believe you, you can't make it too Bah, you know, yeah. which is why some people think it's real because they're like, this is insane. There's no way someone would he make talk, this he up. He talked about going to 6093 AD, like like all this stuff. Like it was just <sighs> it was it was a lot. It was it was it was too much. It was too much. This is it, the alien offers. He sat on his computer all day. Yeah, you know, just he was pretty he, lazy. He, said he was messaging some guy. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like do you pray? Whatever. <laughs> and uh, he sat there all day on AIM, you know. <laughs> His username was Mahog Hogs. I don't know. I don't know. Go get it. That is weird. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, I don't His, know. His uh, username was Proms <laughs> Megafarm. You guys don't get this yet, but one day there's going to be this weird fast food like ice cream grocery store thing. Yeah, and sometimes oh. the roof opens. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plot twist. Is Brahms is actually like an alien corporation from well, Mars? Hey, well, we got to edit that out. But now. that was that was the story. Is that Brahms? Bra- uh, the Mars, the aliens from Mars, they came and they enlisted enlisted the U.S. military to help them. Because there was pyramids on Mars that they couldn't open and get into, but they 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 were like maybe your children could figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your gifts. <laughs> I don't. This is a crazy idea. Who's the smartest people you got on the planet? Great. <laughs> Have them teach an eleven-year-old, and then we'll take that an eleven-year-old. Well, probably twelve by the time. I don't know how long does it take, long to train? take people to learn? Here? I don't know how old. How does time work here? <laughs> you know. Yeah, we're going to need that and a battleship from uh, 30 years ago. Yeah. If we and, could bring uh, those to Mars, that'd be great. Yeah. And uh, oh my God. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, t- what do you guys call these? M&Ms? What do you call these? M&Ms? Well, this is crazy. It melts in my mouth, but not in my hand. Wow. We don't have these on Mars. The closest thing we got to these on Mars are rocks. <laughs> You just put that back in your mouth. All right, I need to end this. Uh, All right, fiddle we'll off. Fiddle that off. <laughs>Things I Learned Last Night is a production of Space Tim Media, produced by Christian Taylor, audio by Alex Garnett, video by Connor Betts, our graphics and our logo by Caleb Goldberg, and our social media is run by Caleb Walker. Our hosts are Jaren Myers and Tim Stone. Follow us on your favorite social media platform at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Remember to tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Things I Learned Last Night.